Welcome to the Coach of Coaches. I'm your host, Trevor Matthews, with my partner, Kevin Raymond. And today, we are going to be diving into imposter syndrome. This is something that affects a lot of different people, the most successful people to people that you hang around with all the time that you may not even notice that they have imposter syndrome, but you may as well. Kevin, how you doing, brother? I'm excellent. Thanks very much, Trevor. Yeah, imposter syndrome. Like that's one of the that's one of the biggest culprits, I think, in uh, especially in something like what we do with coaching, training other people, working with other people. It's always potentially there for and it's for a number of reasons and in different areas, right? Like a lot of people look at imposter syndrome as being something that there's something wrong with them, right? Um, like what's wrong with me that I have this problem or what's wrong with me that I can't do that, that kind of thing. And you, and you, you end up comparing yourself to other people all the time, right? Um, and making, making things, uh, that aren't really there, right? Like it's, it's kind of, it's kind of a fictitious thing. And, you know, some people even think it's a medical condition, but it's actually just something that, um, you know, people have, and it's it's based out of um, a, you know somewhat confident uh, abilities or what they feel their abilities are that they're not good enough, right? They don't have what it takes. I think the biggest thing is somebody feeling that they're not good enough, right? Have you ever had? Have you ever felt that you've had imposter syndrome, Trevor? Oh, for sure, for sure. I've there's times that I've got up in front of groups of people, having 50, 60, 70 people, and the people in the audience have 30, 40 years of experience of that topic right. you're going to talk about. Like, I've I've definitely had it, have it sometimes, struggle with it. I don't know if it's imposter syndrome or just nerves or, you know what I mean? Because there's any time that I'm going to talk in front of a group of people, that first you know, like that icebreaker to get out, you know, just to make mm-hmm. sure there's no crickets happen. That After that, I, I can start rolling. But there's a lot yeah. of times the anticipation coming up to these events and same with a lot of successful people. But when we start to talk about imposter syndrome, this happens to people that are experts in their field. Like they know their stuff, mm-hmm. but they just feel or that, you know, that, like I said, you're in a, a situation where there's people that are way smarter than you or they know the topic way better than you and you just don't believe in yourself and i think that's where it comes back to once again this imposter syndrome uh the way i believe it it's it's like a lot of stuff we talk about kevin it it comes back to the mindset of what we're thinking and when we can break free of that that's when you start to well i start to believe in myself a bit more that imposter syndrome is not really there's something you don't think about it's kind of like when i start in a a training or a presentation and i said like Mm -hmm. i got those butterflies i'm a bit nervous you know it could be a bit of imposter syndrome but when i start getting rolling that's not i'm not even thinking about that stuff but where it really affects people is when they can't break free of that they just keep thinking of it thinking of it so Cause when I get rolling, like I said, I get into that presentation, I get into that training, mentoring, whatever. I'm not thinking about that, that, that section that I was worried about at first to get the butterflies out and, and, and still going. But I, I believe that w- the way imposter syndrome affects people bad is that they can't break free of that. I know. I agree with you. And, um, 
and and what you were saying like you know i think it's natural for everybody to have some sense of uh, nervous sensation and butterflies when they you know first start off um in any kind of presentation even a, a small office presentation right it's when that doesn't go away like in your case it goes away because you're on a roll and you start going but you know quite often it doesn't go away and that's where you know you don't have the belief that you can actually do what you think you're doing and and i have like it's kind of interesting i was thinking about it um like would you say that for you personally did you have do you have imposter syndrome or deal with imposter syndrome more now than you did when you were younger uh i don't believe so no i think no. i don't i yeah no I, I don't think so um because i was very shy i didn't believe in really anything i was doing even though okay. i was good at a lot of things i didn't i didn't believe in myself so i don't know if it's belief or imposter syndrome you know i can't really separate that back mm -hmm. then uh, because it could have been one or uh, mostly most likely it's more belief like that I could do something because it's new and yeah. even though I'm, I'm good at it it's uh all, when I was younger I was always looking for validation where now I'm I'm not looking for validation I'm looking to serve and help change people's life at the, at the end of the day uh, and it's I don't believe so I don't I don't I don't think so okay why do you what, how do you feel about that I think I'm the opposite like I think when I was younger I did I didn't even like, I don't think I ever suffered with imposter syndrome until I found out what it was. Um, <laughs> yeah, maybe like, that's what it is. <laughs> like, I was fine until I did research. Um, but I think as a younger person, I, I probably didn't put as much weight into what I was doing. And I may have been, you know, a, a little bit cocky because when I was younger, I did have some pretty interesting jobs and some, you know, jobs that um, I probably was not qualified for, but um because of you know one because of my performance but also just being in the right place at the right time afforded me to be put in a position that you know i probably could have used a little bit more training on right so and and quite a few people told me that while i was in that position so <laughs> but i i was just like i didn't really think like it being a negative thing i was sort of uh thought of it as being you know i was kind of a smart ass so um i didn't really approach it the right way but i i now as an adult I have, I have that, I, I've struggled with it much more. Um, uh, not that it's an ongoing thing all the time, but, you know, definitely I question myself about a lot of things more often than I did when I was younger. So it's, it's kind of interesting. Um, but, you know, going back to what we said, like where some people think it's because something's wrong with us, it's not that something's wrong with you. It's, it's your belief system, like you mentioned earlier. And, you know, again, it kind of evolved around self-confidence, limiting beliefs, and your ability to get out there and do what you need to do, right? And it's it it's the responsibility of each and every one of us to fix ourselves, to make, um, not necessarily fix ourselves, but to to make ourselves aware of what these issues are so that we can we can manage them and deal with them. Like you're not always going to get rid of it, but if you if you look on one hand, like you know, why you're suffering with this type of thing, um, you can look and understand, on the other hand, what you have to combat it, to work at it, and to make it better, and to get through it, right? So it's it's that kind of a scenario, I think. Yeah, and I don't know if we kind of explained it when uh, at the beginning of this podcast, but really what imposter syndrome, syndrome is, like, to me, is like 
you know, you're feeling anxious about something or, or uh, not experiencing like maybe success in what you're doing yeah. in spite of what, you know, your experience, your high performance, and you're just still like stressed out about that, that you got to do. So you're, you know, you're, you're good at it. You put the reps yeah. in, you're crushing it. You've done it for years. You, you know, you're really good at it. Um, but you feel like you're a fraud, like, Oh man, this is a, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like uh, what I'm doing yeah, here is yeah. like, uh, it just came to me naturally overnight. But if you look back, you spent six, seven, eight years yes. at working yes. at, you don't think about yeah. that. You think you're at the position you're at now is like, Oh, I got here by fluke, even though you put you the think, work in. Yeah, I agree. Like, do you think it's a, a bit of, um, comparison as well? Like, you know, um, I think when you see what other people are doing and, you know, they may have, you know, a somewhat similar background to you um, and you see that they're doing something, you know, maybe not necessarily better, but different than you are doing. And do you think that uh, plays a part in it as well? I that, think so. You know, that com comparing? Kind of I, I think, I think so. I think it, it happens definitely here in Western society. Mm -hmm. it was definitely since the social media blew up, like yeah. I've even done it over the years where like I'm comparing myself to somebody else that was that's something that helped me back actually it, it helped me back because it was like those beliefs were like oh well that person's doing it i don't know if i can do it. or yeah or like starting my my refrigeration mentor business was like well there's already a bunch of people doing it and then when i started it there i found thousand more people doing the same thing you know what i mean <laughs> exactly. it's like right. oh my oh my yeah. god it's not gonna work but i changed my mind I'm like yeah. oh shit, this is gonna work and then you just keep yeah. working at it and there's gonna be hurdles and stuff even though you're, you know, you're high performing, you still have those, you could have those comparison thoughts because you see this stuff, yeah. all this flashy stuff. But a lot of the stuff that's flash, especially when I go back and I think about it first, when I start watching, like seeing videos on Facebook and stuff like that, uh, or even YouTube where they get the flashy car and all this stuff. And yeah. you're not thinking about it. It's not even their car. They're standing on the side <laughs> of a road in downtown uh, Toronto or New York, and they're standing and yeah. taking a picture in front of the car and writing the things like, if you want this, is this, I, I got this by uh, spending five minutes uh, selling this product online. You know what? No, it's, it's a hard work. All the successful people that I yeah. know that I get mentored by, they put the work in and, and they know over time they develop their skills and their, uh, and their experiences. And over that, over that time, just developing their mindset and being more curious about like, did that work or did that work? Why not? Right. And then just go forward. Yeah. Because if you get stuck and you're like always comparing yourself to other people, if you're not comparing yourself to yourself, that's who you should be comparing yourself to. Who were you yeah. yesterday to who you want to be today and tomorrow? Right. And if you're comparing yourself to others, you're already, you're already behind. Because it doesn't matter really what others are doing. You're, if you're comparing yourself, you're going to, you're going to see there are billions of people on this planet. So it's easy yeah. to find someone doing the same thing as you that had more time doing it, had been more dedicated, more focused, but it doesn't mean you cannot do that because you're probably performing at a high level and you're thinking, Oh shit, how did I get here? Mm -hmm. I got here by fluke. But no, you didn't. Yeah. Maybe you did, <laughs> but most of the time you're putting the work in. You know, no, I know I, it's true. Right. Like, and a lot of people do believe that they get there just by luck or something like that. Right. I think, do you, what do you think, um, you know, the role of uh, perfectionism plays in imposter syndrome, like um, the standards that you set for yourself. If you're, if you, like, I always find that a lot of people uh, 
that I'm dealing with with coaching, when they suffer from that, they're actually they they struggle with perfectionism, right? And they can they never they set their standards so high that they can't actually achieve what they're what they're trying to do, right? They're 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 just setting themselves up for a failure. And I think that plays that plays a part in it as well, because perfectionism is probably one of the most destructive issues a person can have in in all aspects of their life. Like it just it messes up so much stuff, right? Don't you think? Well, I, I, for me, I think it depends on the person. Uh, honestly, mm-hmm. like I, I am a person that a lot of things held me back because I wanted to be perfect, you know, doing yeah. slides or presentations. So I spent an extra right. eight hours on something that was only 15 minutes or 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to be here, going to be there. But there are people out there that that's what they strive on, to be the best, to be perfect at what they do. And they grow and they continue to, to skyrocket and it doesn't hold them back. Other people, it does hold them back. So I think... I think it varies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it all depends uh, on the person themselves. Um, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I, but I think, you know, in some ways, people that place perfectionism that can't move forward, I think, you know, you're right. There's lots of people that, you know, try to get everything perfect. I don't think anybody gets anything perfect. I think it's impossible. I think some people, they, they it's so ingrained in them that it actually causes them to struggle with being successful. And, and, and it leads to like overwork spending too much time on something, you know, like you, like you just said, you know, you spent eight hours on something that should have taken you 15 minutes. Like that's not necessarily a good thing. Right. So it's those types of things. Like, you know, and that would happen to you maybe on occasion, but for some people that's happening like every single day. Right. So that, that's a big struggle too. And then, you know, the other thing is not like discounting uh, successes, like not rewarding yourself for the successes that you have, as you mentioned as well, that you're not, you're, you're just kind of letting them go. Like you, you did, a, you had a great day, you did a great sales, you had, you know, you increased your sales, things like that. And then you're not giving yourself credit for it. I think that's, that's important to do as well. Yeah. And, and I think there's a lot of things. I like what you said there is like a lot of the things that, that we do can lead to burnout. And I, and I think, I think yeah. that was a good one that you brought up. I think if you're trying to, be perfect at something it could lead to that but wanting to be perfect at it there's i don't think there's anything wrong with that the the problem is is that when it's stopping you from growing more i think that's where the problem of perfectionism is a problem and everyone has their own opinion but i know super successful people nine figure people that they thrive Mm -hmm. on on being perfect at stuff yeah they thrive at it, yeah. and that's why they sure. have, they're they're super successful in what they do. Other people, mm-hmm. just because they're nine figure, doesn't doesn't mean other people think they're successful at the end of the day. And then, yes. and then other other people that are striving that would think they're very successful. So it's it's such a huge dynamic, but it, it yes. comes back to your beliefs, you know, your self doubts. Yeah. And we're t- we talked about it. If you undervalue what you do, you're working in your job right now. Just say you got a your nine to five, and you're working your forty hours. Great, you love doing that. Are you putting the work in? Are you doing the things you need to do to be successful at that role that you're getting paid for? Yeah. Or yeah. are you not? What you need to do is make sure that you don't undervalue the things you do. Because exactly. you got to exactly. think about those things. And I think that leads to the other one you said was the setting unrealistic expectations. That's, that's another yeah. big one would get into that category because 
if you are setting today, you're sitting, you're listening to this right now. And you're like, okay, I want to make a, a million dollars by the end of the year. And we're in May. You don't have a business. You don't have an idea. You don't have, you're not curious about anything. You don't understand the why that's unrealistic. Yeah. That's like going by in a lottery ticket to become rich. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So it, yeah. And it, it, you know, it's that, uh, it's that comparison thing too. comparison, comparing yourself to someone and, or something else. And then, uh, you know, that, embellishes self-doubt right it makes you doubt yourself even more when you compare yourself to someone it's and and just like just like us you know when we're doing you know promotional things and videos and stuff like that and you compare that to somebody else's video that's amazing and and we're like oh wow we thought ours was really good but maybe it's not good right it's that kind of stuff right like you really have to catch yourself when when something like that when that happens and you know it really can affect anyone i think that's that's the biggest thing about it it's not it's not inclusive to only people who are just starting out or people that don't have an education like a university education or maybe just high school or something like that it's open to everyone it doesn't matter how successful you are you everybody experiences imposter syndrome yeah yeah i, I definitely agree it, it does take work and there's many different tips and tricks you can try to yeah. break free of it. The first is recognizing it because most people don't recognize it. Yes. You yes. got to listen to the conversations you have with people. Are you, if someone says you did a great job at your presentation, are you saying, oh, it could have been better. This, yeah. this was wrong. That was wrong. This was wrong. Maybe it was. But unless you go back, reflect on it, try to change it and get better, you're not recognizing that you have that. So if you're telling yourself and you're already doubting yourself and your capabilities, because I've done that before. I've had mm -hmm. people come up, dozen yeah. people of a, of a session come up, <laughs> man, that was amazing. That was one of the best talks. And then all I'm thinking is in my head like, is all these things. Oh, I said, ah, oh, too many times and too many times. Okay. I, I didn't say this when I was supposed to say that. Yeah. And, you know, just smashing myself when I was like, it did go really good. People thought it was great. It doesn't need yeah. work, 100%. But that's where you get better. And it, and when we go back to perfectionism, is it perfectionism when you practice and practice and practice and practice so you are the best? Because this is something that you really, what I see from the top people. For an example, I listened to a ton of uh, Zig Ziglar. He, he said, I would go do the same presentation four times a week right. or 10 times a month, whatever it was. But you know what he's doing the day before? Practicing six hours yeah. at presentation. So is that yeah. considered per perfectionism or trying to be the best at what he's doing to serve mm -hmm. the people he's trying to serve? So there's yeah. that's that's the things that I feel like you need to get a handle on, right? Because if yeah. you're telling yourself yeah. and you're doubting yourself and you're not putting in the work, then it, you're just going to be at the same spot. Absolutely. The the key points in in kind of. Uh, overcoming imposter syndrome and, and managing imposter syndrome is, you know, recognizing and challenging your negative belief and your self-doubt and reframing your thoughts, right? Developing more realistic perceptions of your abilities and what you've achieved in your life. Like, it's very important. And then also that whole support system that everybody needs to, to be successful. Like you have to have friends and family supporting you. You have to be able to go to those people and talk to them and, and help them and do whatever. And quite often, some people need to go to some sort of counseling or therapy, and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. It's it's a it's actually sometimes better than going to somebody you know because you can actually separate 
the issues and talk about them more openly and address them in a different way than you would normally do. Um, but you, what you want to do is find out what what it is that's causing imposter syndrome and and um, how to break free from it as much as possible. You may never do it entirely because I don't think anybody can, but you know you have to be able to control it and understand it and get past it, right? Um, everybody has it, like we said, and your goal is to know it, acknowledge it, and deal with it. So that is pretty much uh, the sum of imposter for this session. And, you know, as always, we would really appreciate you following us, uh, follow our podcast at The Coaches Coaches, our Instagram account, Coaches Coaches. We're on LinkedIn and Facebook as well. And we have a number of different things happening all the time. Seminars or webinars every week, Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, we also have a challenge coming up in June, June 20, 21, 22. So look us up for that. And if you have time, join us.